0: was the year that the ballistic missile threat was accidentally pushed what happened was there was a, a supposed threat for a ballistic missile to hit the island oh, oh my god so i actually in the head service i was able to call my wife she said, you wouldn't believe it. People are going crazy. There are people literally like crashing cars and going into super, super grates and, and everything to like get away thinking that they'd survive this ballistic missile and pandemonium panic, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. You know what? We're nine plus miles into this race. We're in the middle of the forest. We, uh, I guess we just keep running. I, yeah. Run faster. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to get away from it. We're we, as fast as we can. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's
1: crazy. So. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast. With your hosts, Norman and Jody. discover the inspiring stories of the average and not-so-average runners.
2: And they're off. Hey there. Welcome back.
1: Yes, it's been a while, but we are back.
2: How are you feeling there, Norm, after your... Hundred mile adventure in the California wilds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> California high country.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: Western states. Feeling okay. I'm running again, which is good. Yeah. What can I say?
2: Bodies it's, recovering.
1: Yeah, slowly but surely, just trying to keep moving. That is the key. Keep moving forward.
2: Sure is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's happening in gotta run racing.
2: Well, At the time of the release of this podcast, which will be a few days away from the inaugural Rainbow Trail Run in Alliston, Ontario.
1: I can't wait to get this one off the ground because we've been waiting so long to do so. It's been three years.
2: Three years since we've been planning and then obviously with COVID, 2020 and 21 got deferred.
1: Right. So everyone's going to finally be pumped and ready to go. Yeah. And, And it's a cool course. I just like this course.
2: I do too. Yeah. It's very runnable.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You can run the whole thing. And there's a lot of sections where you come out and say, oh, wow, there's a river here.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: then there's a lake over there. And what's that deer doing in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> the corner of the trail. <laughs> All right. So who's on the podcast today?
2: Today we have Jason Kuman, mm-hmm. whom we met at the start line of Western States.
1: Yes. And we... Asked him the four questions that we asked everyone in the video that's on YouTube.
2: That's right. And we found out that he's a Canadian living in the States for, I think he said about 20 years.
1: And he's on a quest. Indeed. To complete a 100 miler in every state, which is not easy to do considering some states don't have 100 milers. That's right. So we're going to find out how he's going to conquer that. (laughs) That's
2: right. And he just completed his 32nd 100 miler in Vermont. Yeah. Not that long ago. So.
1: So I can't wait to talk about Western States. I can't wait to talk about his journey and Vermont and which ones he's going to do next.
2: And apologies as the audio on this one isn't as crystal clear as we would like it to be.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of freezing going on, but I tried to fix it as best I could. So, so we do apologize for
0: that.
2: Enjoy. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jason.
0: Thank you. I, I appreciate you having me. I'm really, really honored. So thank you.
2: We're very glad to have picked you out of the lineup uh the day before Western as you were collecting your bib and you went to have your photo taken. And and that's when we learned your incredible story of going after a hundred miler in every US state.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's uh it's been about an eight-year journey so far. So
2: Of course, we'd like to also mention that you're a Canadian living in the U.S. You're in Ohio, is that right?
0: Yes, Northwest Ohio. Yeah, about an hour and a half south of Detroit, roughly.
2: And what brought you there?
0: So back in the mid-90s, I went from uh, British Columbia, Canada, where I was raised. I was actually born in Collingwood, Ontario. uh, (laughs)
2: uh,
0: Yeah, So, but when I was about four, we moved back to B.C., and Uh, Grew up there and then came out to Ohio to, I'll say, go to college, but mostly it was to play hockey. Oh,
2: okay. So tell us how and when you started running.
0: I ran a little bit in middle school, uh, nothing really in high school, but it was just, you know, short cross country stuff. I think like, like a lot of us do. And um, then I, I did hockey and, and basketball in college and then in just about when I turned 30, um, it was one of those, you know, aha moments where I gained some weight and wasn't really doing much of anything and actually initially got into triathlons mm. and then realized pretty quickly, I wasn't very good at swimming. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then, uh, then it kind of just evolved into just running and pretty much running all the time. I, I occasionally bike, but I would say about 90 to 95% running now. So. And it was short distance stuff at first, um, your typical kind of five Ks and 10 Ks. And, but then I jumped into marathons and, um, did a few years of that. And then like, like I said, it, uh, quickly evolved into the hundred mile range. I, I didn't go in, there was no kind of in between like a 50 K or a 50 miler. It was straight from, uh, a marathon to a hundred. So.
2: Did you do Boston when you did that sub three hour? Did you qualify for Boston?
0: Well, I did. Um, I didn't run a sub three there, but I uh, I ran a sub three qualifying for it uh, here <laughs> in, Colum- in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. But uh, but I will say that uh, you know running Boston, I, I think I ran about a 304, 306. Wow. But it was, I mean, just the experience of it kind of, it's like Western States, as you you guys both know, recently being there, it's, it's just such a, I want to say spectacle, but it's a spectacle in a good way. And yeah. uh, I had my mom there and my, three of my children. Um, and it was, it was just a phenomenal experience, the amount of people and the supporters. And yeah, Austin was, was an experience that I would hope that a lot of runners can get to. Right. I was, I was running some marathons at first. I think I ran 10 or 11 marathons, maybe. And I, I had hit my goal of uh, doing a sub three hour marathon. And so then it was kind of like, well, what's next? It, uh, I, it all started by my wife. I'll, I'll say that.
2: Now, what was your first Ultra.
0: Uh, the very first ultra was honored in here in Ohio, uh, burning river. So near Cleveland.
2: Okay.
0: And, uh, part partially picked that because it was close. Um, and again, it was one of those, we were, my wife and I were just, we were both, I think on our phones at the time and we're looking at different things and she, she saw that one and why she's, she's not a runner, but why she was, she saw it or why she found it. I he just said, well, why don't you do it? And I just thought, you know, that's quite a bit longer than just one marathon.
1: What and was the uh, distance of this one?
0: It was, a, it was a hundred miler. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they, they had a 50, but...
1: <laughs> go big or go home.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so I guess yep. this is now we get to the story of how you started your, your, your journey to every state. is basically your wife telling you what? Let's let's take us to that journey.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, that was um, the first one was in uh, very early August of 2014. And I ran that in 20 hours and 21 minutes, I think, somewhere right around there. Nice. So was, as you both know, I mean, you go through many ups and downs in, in that course of an ultra. and um, But the experience of it and finishing in a good time, she was like, well, maybe this is your thing. So I found another one that was in Wisconsin, uh, in November and it's run on the same course as Kettle Moraine. Mm. Um, and it's a 10, it was a 10 mile loop. And I did that in November and I ended up running that one in like 17 and a half hours.
2: Wow.
0: And so to have like a three hour improvement was pretty, pretty neat. And then and she had been with me on on both of those first two that I had done. And she said, you know, I mean, why you've done two in two different states. Why don't you do one in every state? And I was like, <laughs> wow, well, that's 48 more. That's quite a bit. But <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of just it quickly morphed from there. And it was, uh, I mean, it's been great ever since I've had a few DNFs, but, you know, that's part of it. So
2: Did she know what she was getting herself into when she made (laughs) this? suggestion?
0: (laughs) I, you know, she's, again, she's not a, she's not a runner by any means. She's come to several of them Uh, of the 32 that I've done now. I, I I would say at least eight or nine, Mm -hmm. uh, which may, okay. Maybe doesn't sound like a lot, but as you said, did she know what she was getting into? I mean, there's that having, uh, with having eight kids, it's for all of us to go to at the same time and so it's uh you know some of these I just go to myself just like the most recent one I you know, pick up and drive the van to and camp overnight and on the race and then come home and go back to work
2: now in case anybody missed it you said eight children right
0: correct yes <laughs> and what are, yes what is
2: the, the age range of those children
0: uh oldest daughter will be 21 in about a month and a half. And the youngest is turned 11 in about two weeks. And they and they've been with me or us at, at a few different ultras as well. And so they've they've seen what it's about. And and my daughter who runs for centuries, a couple of the uh races that I've done have been really short loop races. So mm-hmm. you're talking, you know, a two and a half mile loop that you run over and over and over again until you get two hundred miles. And she was actually able to run those loops with me, which is, you know, just a tremendous joy to be able to experience it with her and for her to see it. So it's
2: been it's absolutely, been awesome. yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> now back to this journey you're on to complete every yeah. state. Yeah. Do you do any other type of distance now during this journey or just focus on 100 miles? Because you don't want to lose or burn yourself out doing 10 Ks and halves and marathons, or do you just strictly do hundred miles now? I,
0: I am for, for me on a, you know, an individual basis. Yes, but I have run. So my daughter who runs that I just mentioned she runs has gotten, I think five six five Ks done now in the last year and a half. So I've done a few five Ks with her. Um, our other daughter, uh, our other adopted daughter, she, She's nonverbal um, mm. and she doesn't really walk. She can walk well enough to walk around, but she can't run or anything. And I've I've pushed her in a jogging stroller for a few of the five K's as well. So uh, short answer, long, yeah, mostly 100s. But yes, there are a few five K's that I've done. That's really about it.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's it's all about conservation too, right?
0: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, conservation I'm, I'm, of the energy and the resources <laughs> right
0: right and, and I am by no means a professional I don't have any sponsorships or anything like that I'm not I'm not running 100 mile 150 mile weeks or anything like that I mean you know it's not every uh, everything everybody goes through different experiences and you know positive or negative you you take something away from that and, and I certainly did for for western states well right.
1: we'll get to western but first, yeah. there's some other <laughs> races that piqued our interest that you did. One of them being yeah. the Salt Flats of Utah. Is that it? Yes. Tell us about that race. That that I saw some video, and that seems like it's pretty epic.
0: It, it was, and and so that was. Uh, I just did that one here just a couple of months ago in May, and um, the wonderful part of that that uh, to me was two, two things really. One of my parents were there for that. They actually drove down from BC.
2: Wow. And, uh,
0: the salt flats, it, um, unfortunately this year, and I think it, it as the race explained, she got an email at three thirty in the morning. Unfortunately, we couldn't run the beginning, roughly 10 miles on the salt flats because mm-hmm. it all, it all depends on the softness and it's almost like running and rent, like running in mud and so they had to divert us for the first 10 miles but we were able to run the last four to 5 miles on the salt flat you know at the end of 100 miles you're pretty drained <laughs> but but uh and and it was there is there there's no shade out there whatsoever you know you have some t- you have some small brush that is a foot or two off the ground you have a maybe a handful or a dozen trees that are six foot tall and so it's there's no shade at all in that entire course so it's it's tough and i don't do well in heat so you know but i i I got it done so
2: that's the canadian in you
0: yeah right (laughs) exactly yes exactly Well, it's interesting about
1: this race because dogs are allowed
0: yeah yeah i did i did notice that and and I would say the majority of them, they aren't, um, right. had I had, a, a our, we have three dogs ourselves and, and one of them really likes to run. Obviously I wouldn't put him through hundred miles, but I, with my parents <laughs> there, I could, I could have taken them for four or five miles or something like that. So
1: the second race that piqued their interest was the rim to river in West Virginia. Yeah. Is that because yeah, it's the only hundred so- miler there? That's why you had to do that one.
0: They actually have another one there. It's really, really small and hard to find. And I, I knew about it, I knew about it, but it it was, it didn't really intrigue me and, and time-wise and then getting it in, I think it's early March and the race director who got Rim to River started, this will be 2022 will be year number three, Mm -hmm. the year that I did it in 2020, which ironically enough was COVID year. That was their inaugural year and. He he's originally from that area, and he's run those trails you know over and over and over again. He for I think he had said he he had been working on getting a hundred miler there for a ten year time period to get all the permitting right and get it all done wow. correctly. And yeah, hmm. and it, it it's it's a beautiful course, and that time of year, uh, early November in West Virginia, is is just gorgeous just gorgeous so I really enjoyed it it was a a great race
1: but not not an easy race it's 13,000 feet of elevation
0: yes yes there is there's quite a bit of elevation but it's not really technical so that's that's Mm. the kind of nice part about it there's a couple of little areas that are technical but the the single track trail running that you're doing and you're climbing and descending is not very technical at all so Mm. that 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 is enjoyable I mean there's a lot of switchbacks that you're going through and you obviously can't just 100% let yourself go but uh, definitely not a a herd or a western states I would say by any means
2: (laughs) (laughs) now the other one that stood out to us because of the show Ozark (laughs) another one with a lot of climbing as well
0: how did that go it's a nice course. Uh, what's interesting about that one is you, they bus you from the start to the finish at about 3.30 or 4 in the morning. You leave on a, on school buses. <laughs> I, kind, kind of like Boston Marathon is, but you're going to have to drive quite a bit further to get to the start. And then you're very kind of 100 or so runners in the middle of the oh. forest. and Yeah. <laughs> Okay, three, two, one, go. Trail is beautiful. Um, it there is some technicality to it, but I think the biggest challenge, honestly, is because of where it's located and the time of the year. Most and the majority of the leaves have fallen, mm. and so you're running on you're running on inch or two thick uh, of leaves, and so you can't tell if you're on top of a stone and you're about to roll or not. And that's part of what slowed me down, but just wanting to be safe and make sure that I completed it. And, uh, I had another gentleman that I, had, um, met at a previous race. He was out there in Ozark and he had to DNF at, I think around mile 30 or somewhere around there because he had fallen he had a pretty good gash on his nose and his head. And so, yeah, wasn't good. And he, you know, he hated to DNF, but. That was, it's it's a really pretty area, really nice. Um, I would love to say I would be there in you know the late September, or October time frame when the leaves are still on the trees, but yeah, <laughs> but
2: right. you're out in the middle of nowhere and and there's no other other than your watch. There's really no bearing of where you are in terms of just getting through it mentally. I think, I think.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you- I, w- I would. Com- I would completely agree with that. I would. And especially when you're not familiar with the area, you know, I, I, have lived in Ohio now for 20 plus years and, and I'm not from Missouri. And so I haven't, I'm not from there. I don't run those trails. I'm not familiar with the race and, you know, yeah, you can do a little bit of homework and kind of see what it's all about or read about it, or watch a lot, a lot of runners have, YouTubed or, you know, videoed different sections of races and you can kind of see, but it, it still doesn't put it, put it into perspective of, like you said, you're at mile 20 or mile 34 or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, I, I still <laughs> got to just go and, and finish. I can't, you know? So yeah.
1: I was just wondering, how do you choose your race as far as difficulty or time of year or anything like that. Like how do you plan to make your year of these hundred milers?
0: Sure, sure. It, it really, I mean, there's a lot of different factors, honestly. I, I don't really I don't really look at it as to worrying about the difficulty of it so much. I just look at I don't wanna I don't wanna look at it or somebody look at me and say, well, you did a bunch of flat races and they were small. <laughs> small little one mile loops or anything like that, which I've done, but, you know, somewhat you're limited too because not every state has one. Mm -hmm. And so if that state only has one and that's your only choice, then (laughs) that's your only choice. So like Rhode Island, it's a the only one they have is around a state park, uh, beautiful little state park. And it's a two, four, three mile loop. It's called anchor down ultra, but the only one you can, so it's kind of like, well, I kind of have to do it. And it's now it might be flat, but it's in the middle of August and it okay. is humid. It is super, super humid. <laughs> Yes, So. That factors into it, and then the other part that factors into it is is for me and my family. There's things that one of my daughters or one of my sons, or they have activities going on throughout the year, events, I'm not going to plan something. I, I've missed a few. Don't get me wrong. I have missed a couple of things, but if they've got something going on, I'm going to try to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, that, that factors in, but as far as difficulty, like with Western states, you know, I that was the one in California. I know California has, I don't know how many, probably 20 to 30 plus hundred milers. I mean, they have, tons. but early on, you know, burning river, which was the very first one I did, Mm -hmm. it's a qualifier for Western States. So right away I had put my ticket in or that first year and, you know, ultimately it took seven years, but you know, it, it, so it wasn't like, hey, I just want to do whatever in, in California. I'm I'm determined and I will go back to Western and, and complete it. But
1: And, and Western but yeah. State is going to be your California 100 miler. No matter correct. what. Correct. You're not going to do anything else in California but
0: Western. <laughs> it, it'll be my first one. If I do more yeah. than I, I might. <laughs> but yes, correct.
2: Okay. Very good. And, and since you've mentioned it. Let's talk about Western. So how are you feeling at the start line?
0: Always feeling good. I'm nervous, but I, I get nervous at any of them, whether they're flat and they're point to point or they're technical or, or whatever. A lot of that nervousness is just because I, I've never been there. I know about it. And even if I've done 30 of them or 32 now, it, it's you still get the rest you get butterflies. And especially for Western states because of what it is. I, I was feeling good, but then I, in the back of my mind, I was skeptical and mm-hmm. that skepticism was because of the lack of training, honestly, right. um, living in Northwest Ohio, uh, my, my biggest hill to train on, and I, and this is not an exaggeration by any means, my, my biggest hill to train on is a, is an overpass. Oh, are and you serious? I am 100% serious. And we have
2: least, we had it bad.
0: <laughs> at least we have a ski hill. We, yeah, yeah. No, uh to get to a ski hill around here is probably an hour drive. And that's a very small ski hill. It's not anything that you know uh think that there's elevation to that. So and and we're here in Finley, I think we're at eight hundred or nine hundred feet of elevation. So, you know, it's not like we're flat, but yet eight thousand feet of elevation. It's you're, you're low and it's, but I, I I know that I could have done, um, some training on treadmills as far as trying to get better at it. Um, do more miles, just more miles in general. Um, I feel like heat wise, I was trained okay. Um, I, I didn't feel like I experienced, yes, it was hot and it was hot for everybody, but it, it, here in Ohio, it was hot and humid the first, last part of May and first part of June. We had 90 plus degrees and mm. humidity. So, yeah. and I had trained in it. I, I went out purposely a couple of times in the middle of the day to, to experience it. Um, so I don't think that affected me as much, um, but it was, it was definitely the climbing. And I know what I need to do. And I, I, I know I took it for granted a little bit. Um, I know that. A long, hard look off uh, right after the race and, and flying home and saying, you know, it took me this long to get here. I, 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 I'm not going to screw up again.
1: What part did you call it quits? Where, where were you after the course? If you're picking up what we're laying down, listen up. The trails at Earl Rowe Provincial Park in Allison have been a well kept secret until now. We've crafted a scenic 12k loop for our rainbow trail run, featuring mostly double-track trail that will show off all of the best views this park has to offer. Join us this August for 1, 2, 4, 8 or 14 loops. We'll leave the math up to you. Registration is now open.
0: For more info, go to GottaRunRacing.com. Anyways, back to the show! I had got to the top of Devil's Thumb, so it was forty. What is that? Forty-eight point seven. And that last climb up Devil's Thumb, I made that aid station by one minute. (sighs) The the problem was, the problem was, when I got to the top and I made made it up to the top, my legs gave out on me, and I I had never had that happen before. And I tried to stand up, and I was just kind of shaking and wobbling. And I'm like, "I, I can't do this." I mean, I—it's not like again, it's not something where it's a loop course, and you know what you're getting into. You know what to expect. There's technicality to it, and there's still climbs, and and I just—I I couldn't get out of there to to meet the cutoff. I, I just couldn't. So, well, <laughs> it
1: was the same situation for me. I. Got into last chance aid station with three minutes to spare. Oof. Yeah, and uh, the and guy, you didn't know it. I didn't know. I thought I was doing okay, but yeah, but the, but the captain of the aid station says "You got one minute to get out of here, or I'm kicking you out." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> can I have a watermelon first?"
0: <laughs> it was- me, you give me just a couple of seconds to process that and give me yeah. a little something to yeah yeah and,
1: th- and then i
2: realized
1: okay i better start moving so yeah yeah i made up time yeah. throughout the night luckily luckily
2: yeah so that means uh, no, then, that's great to yeah. get yourself back to western jason you're gonna have to yes. be a little strategic now as to which qualifiers you're choosing because it's still gonna take another, unless you get lucky, which we hope you get lucky, but it could be another seven right. years.
0: It could be, and I hope it's not for two reasons. You know, that means I'm seven years older <laughs> and it's not <laughs> exactly. like we, I, I know we like to think to ourselves that we get better as we age, but that's only in certain perspectives, I <laughs> think. Uh, maybe not so much in the running part of it, but. Um, <laughs> But the other part of it is that, you know, with this journey that I'm on, I, I really would like to finish. I, I kind of have it mapped out at least roughly when I when I'm doing these last 18, uh, when they're going to be. And I want to finish by the time I turn 50. So oh, okay. that, that only gives me three more years. So, yeah. wow. Oh. Yeah. But I've bit- got my I, but I've got one ticket since I just finished Vermont. Yes. On, is a qualifier so i've got i've got one ticket so yeah. well, this year I, I'm, this year i'm good
1: i will be putting my one ticket as well because i finished my stand, <laughs> so hopefully you and i both get in i guess <laughs> right uh, yeah. do you have a designated pacer for all these hundreds or
0: no i do not no i um let's see i think two or three races I have had a pacer join me and it was more or less one was at Hitchcock in Iowa. I had one at Hurt as well. Actually two, I should say. One was uh, a gentleman who I'd met in Alabama. I had the race that I did in Alabama was Penhody, mm-hmm. which is another point to point and met a gentleman. Actually I should say I met him initially the very first time in Burning River. And uh, he was out in at Hurt just to see the course and be around the area and see what it was like. He wanted to eventually run it one day. And he happened to be there. And he's like, hey, you want me to come do a loop with you? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. <laughs> the, the The really bummer part about that was about two thirds of the way through the loop, he rolled his ankle really bad, and he had to stop at an aid station. And he felt bad for me because Aww. he was leaving me. And I said, "No, absolutely not. I feel bad for you." And I, he's like, "You have to keep going. You can't just stop and wait for me." And I said, "No, I. You know, we, luckily we were fairly close to an aid station. I felt so bad, but yeah. Hmm. Short answer, long. I don't go into them with Pacers with me and." I think be, I, I do that. My own mentality is that I hate to bring someone with me uh, for them to, you know, have an expense or even pay for them and take their time out because most of the people that I know and run with uh, locally have friends, have family, and they have obligations that you know I don't necessarily want to take them away for three, four, five days. So yeah, yeah just fair. try to do this on, on my own. Yeah,
2: you um, mentioned that and I didn't think of this earlier, but that not all states have a hundred miler. So is that, which ones don't that you haven't found yet?
0: So up until recently, there were three. Um, And just in the last month and a half, maybe two months, uh, Nebraska has added one. Now they, they call it the cowboy 200, but they have a hundred miler built within it as well. Okay. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of events now are, are popping up. The latest one that just came out a few weeks ago was in Mississippi. Mm. They, they've had a 50 miler for a number of years. And I actually reached out to the race director two or three years ago. And I said, Hey, any chance you might bump that up to a hundred, you know, just curious. And uh, at the time they said, no, they, they didn't have any plans to, but he said, if we ever do, you know, I'll reach out to you. And sure enough, they decided to bump it up a hundred miler or include a hundred as part of their uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I signed up for it. It's in March next year. So signed up for that right away. So the last state right now that does not have one is Delaware. Uh-huh. Wow. So,
2: so what's the plan?
0: Yeah. You have to wait a few years, well, maybe. Right, right. I, there's others that are are like me, um, in the sense that they they have a a goal of doing 100 in every state as well, and so I know that I won't be the only one to sign up. Like it, you, know, <laughs> you put a race, you put a race together. I won't be uh, the only 100 miler trying it. So, but uh, so yeah, I, I'm hopeful that in the next couple of years that'll happen. Uh, if not, you know, maybe I just do something unofficial on my own
1: yeah yeah and sure there's an fkt you can do or something
0: right right
2: are you aware of how many people have already achieved this goal
0: delaware doesn't have one and these other two states are brand new to 100 milers i honestly don't know from an official standpoint if anybody has done it
2: right
0: uh maybe from you know maybe from an unofficial standpoint they have i'm i'm pretty certain somebody has uh, across the way done an ultra in every state yeah yeah you know i and whether that's 50k or 100k whatever it is that i mean that's that's cool that's awesome um but since there isn't a hundred miler in every state i don't from like yeah an official standpoint i don't know if anybody has at this time right Um, so there's
1: no there's no club 100 mile club every state
0: yeah. yeah yeah Okay. Well, i know like i said i know there are a few of us that are there are out there yeah
1: <laughs> we did chat to uh von fan
0: she's done bon yeah i've yes. i've never met her but i but i have heard of her and re- read a little bit about her so yeah i, I know that.
1: yeah we we did chat with her uh a few months ago she's
2: she's on a bigger quest yeah she's 500 a,
1: she wants to get 500
0: <laughs> yeah i know five hundred hundreds
2: or Ultras. Ultra, ultras?
0: Think, yeah. yeah. I or al- think
2: it's ultra. <laughs> Holy
0: cow! But still, that's, that's- <laughs> still that's still still 500. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm curious
1: about Alaska. Which one? Do you. what race do you have in Alaska planned?
0: Resurrection Pass. Ah. It's in yeah. It's an August race. I think they have either two or three in in uh, in Alaska, mm-hmm. and the Re- Resurrection Pass is a uh, I understand I'm doing a little bit of research. It's a smaller one, somewhat of a, a fat ass event where they, you know, they just kind of gather and it's like twenty or thirty people, and a lot of the aid you kind of just do on your own. So, I mm. mean, you know, if that's the case, if that's the case, that's fine, no big deal. I I love buckles. I love getting buckles, but that's not what it's all about to me either. <laughs> I I did one in uh, Massachusetts a couple of years ago, and. Actually, the, the metal or the buckle that you get was a painted rock. Yeah, so, I've
2: heard that. Yeah, I've heard that.
1: It, um, Why uh The Lost Soul here in uh, Lethbridge does that painted rocks.
0: Oh, oh, does it? Okay, yeah. 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 Are I've, there heard any- a, I've, I've heard a lot. I've heard a Lost Soul, but I haven't necessarily read about it too too much. But yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it's very popular, and it, we talked to the race director, and this, it was funny about the, the rocks because obviously the bigger the race grew the harder it was to do all these rocks and they're heavy
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right
1: <laughs> and also it's the only 100k qualifier in Canada for western states
2: mm.
0: or western states okay
1: yeah 100k <laughs> so that's why it's always busy they sell yeah. out quick
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: have you huh. have you thought about what's next after this do you have any other big goals
1: across canada um,
0: <laughs> you know it's it's funny i uh i i do i'm not i'm not sure exactly what yet i've kind of got two ideas in my head maybe even a third my my dad <laughs> my dad who is 74 he when he was 69 so five years ago he cycled across canada Wow! yeah so part part of me is thinking i would love to do the same route that he did, but run it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other idea I had was to possibly do a Terry Fox run the, his route that he had planned and re- recreate that and ultimately finish it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then my third, I, I don't I, again, logistically, it'd be a, a huge ordeal. And I don't know if my wife would be with me or <laughs> what we would do at definitely have to wait until i retired but my thought was to start up in alaska and not necessarily do like a a, across the country or across the um continent but almost do like a u-shape to go down the west coast along the southern border of the u.s and then come up the east coast into, into canada and then go up to like prince edward island and just like do a complete u instead so, I don't think that's been done before.
2: No, mm. that doesn't sound.
1: That's a long journey.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
2: Is there any crazy stories or things that stand out that you've experienced so far that you think our listeners would get a kick out of hearing?
1: <laughs> and any of these races?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so the I mean, there's there's stories to every one of them, as mm-hmm. as you guys know, and and I think the craziest one was. Doing hurt and hurts in in Hawaii the year that I did it, it was two thousand eighteen, and my wife and I both went kind of did a little bit turned it into a mini vacation as well. I had never been to Hawaii before she had the way that hurt works is it's kind of like it, it's it's a loop course it's twenty miles, but it's kind of like i i I picture it and I try to tell people it's kind of like a tripod where mm-hmm you start you start and you go up the mountain and then you come down to the first aid kind of come back up the mountain you go down to the second aid you kind of come back up and then you come back to the start finish and that's one loop now you don't run on that exact same path like back up exactly some of it you do but we had um i say we i was running with another gentleman at the time we had gotten to the first aid station or at mile nine we had just left that aid station literally three minutes out of the aid station and we started to climb huge boulders and all of a sudden I and I carry my phone usually when I do these races in the event I'm in a low spot and I need to call my wife and she needs to give me some motivation or <laughs> whatever it might be um but uh all of a sudden I, this alert come on my phone and is just looking at me and, what is going on here that was the year that the ballistic missile threat was accidentally pushed. And I don't oh. know how big of a thing it was in, in Canada or announced, but, you know, across the U.S., it was huge because Hawaii and Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. and everything. So it, what happened was there was a, a supposed threat for a ballistic missile to hit the island. And so so we get this alert and the guy that I'm running with, he and I look at each other like, what is going on? And so I actually in the head service, I was able to call my wife. And so after the race had started, she went back to the hotel to kind of clean up a little bit and get herself ready for the day. And she said, you wouldn't believe it. People are going crazy. There are people literally like crashing cars and going into super, <laughs> super grates and, and everything to like get away thinking that they'd survive this ballistic missile and like just panic, pandemonium panic, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. You know what? We're nine plus miles into this race. We're in the middle of the forest. And the other guy, he and I looked at each other and we're just like, uh, I guess we just keep running. I'd yeah, run faster. <laughs> right. we're gonna get away from it. We're, we're as fast as we can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's
2: crazy.
1: So, I yep. think you'd be in. A, you're in a safe spot. Because
2: who <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. yeah. In the mountains. So yeah. it was. It was. It was surreal, and and so for about twenty minutes of time, you're you know your adrenaline's going, of course, and so that got us going, but. And it was it was just really really weird and and then 20 minutes later ish they uh, they came back through with another you know that was a a false alarm and you know no need to worry and we're like oh okay
1: they said sorry they said
0: sorry
2: (laughs) sorry sorry
0: (laughs) yeah oops (laughs) yeah. So wow. I, I would say that was probably of all the different events the things that have happened that was probably the most uh thrilled one. and my, my wife reminds me of it you know quite a quite a bit and quite often she's like you know that's the race we almost got killed at
1: <laughs> and i'm just curious if hurt is the hardest one you've done that you finished the hurt was the hardest one yes yes i can imagine that yes because we did talk to so many people who done hurt and they just They still can't sleep at night because of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I (laughs) if I don't if I don't see another root in my lifetime, I'm okay with that. Got it. That's
2: that's the first thing I noticed in the videos is it's just like it's root. There's no trail. It's just roots.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There there are some runnable parts, very few, but there are some. And how you know how some of these elites and these professionals that go out there that do it in 20 hours is beyond me I, I mean you can say the same thing about western states doing it in 14 or 15 hours it's just like I'm blown away, blown with, away.
1: With, with just a handheld. <laughs> yeah. 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 handheld yeah just a handheld well
2: yep. this has been amazing Jason thank you so much for sharing your journey so far you're two thirds of the way in so we'll be cheering you on to get to to all 50 for sure
0: and we're going to have you back when you get your
2: 50 yeah
0: you well, absolutely we will that would be that would be terrific i would love that i, I i've enjoyed talking to you guys for sure and I, you know, <laughs> I enjoy sharing my experiences and that's uh you know not not just for me but going to do all these different races uh, as you guys know the, the ultra community it, it doesn't matter where you're from whether you're canadian or from the u.s or you're from overseas it the people are just they're awesome i, I love it I, I, that's one of the biggest bonuses for me of going through this journey is meeting so many people everybody has been wonderful they, they've they got their own journey they're on their path they're on and, and just hearing from those other people and hearing what they are is that kind of is what pushes me honestly and during these events whether they're 20 hours 25 hours i think about that stuff besides my family i think about those things and We're definitely blessed to be able to do what we can do. And and I I just really enjoy doing it. 100%.
2: Before we let you go, we have some rapid fire fun questions to ask. All right, here we go. Star Wars or Star Trek?
0: Star Wars.
2: Butter tarts or Nanaimo bars?
0: Butter tarts.
1: (laughs) You're my best friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, lo- I I tell you, I, I love those things and I, I miss them to, to no end. You, just, you don't get them down here too much.
2: No, I've heard that. And it's surprising because you think that that would be an American uh, treat. Um, yeah. Celine Dion or Alanis Morissette?
0: Alanis Morissette.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Treadmill or minus 20? Run.
0: Minus, minus 20.
2: How cold does it get in Ohio? That reminded me of that.
0: You know, we've had a couple of cold winters here, and and the, the biggest thing about it is when it's cold, there's no, as I said how flat it is, there's there's nothing to keep the wind from blowing. Mm. So it, it might be zero, but it feels like minus 20, or it feels like minus 30, or even colder, and yeah. I would I would take that any day.
2: <laughs> What's the last concert you went to?
0: A good old Canadian band, The Dead South.
2: The Dead South.
1: From where? We're part of
0: Canada, Uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta, I think. Wow! I'll have to look them up. um, Yeah, they're very. uh, I don't want to say country by any means, but it's it's more of a uh, twangy, the bluegrass (laughs) grassroots. Yeah, yeah, they they travel all over the world, and they I mean they're smaller, but they're YouTube them. They got lots of videos. They're they're really neat to listen to.
2: Okay. What's your favorite carb?
0: Probably pasta.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, pick a superpower.
0: Uh, It might not be an official superpower, but I would hope, would just hope that someday, in some way, shape, or form, that we wouldn't have orphans in the world, kids that live in orphanages. Mm
2: that's 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 a good one for sure and it would take a superpower to It'd make it happen.
1: <laughs> unfortunately. Well, it,
2: you know what it would
1: take yes. a superman I'm, to do something.
0: <laughs> right yeah and I, I don't know what superpower that would be but i just I, that's why i said it's kind of hard to define but that's yeah
2: well thank you again jason this has been
0: awesome yeah uh, it's great i it really again i really am honored and touched and appreciate you guys inviting me it's it's been great meeting you guys i you know, and at, at, like you said, at Western, I mean, it was uh, great to meet other Canadians and it, we're down in California and yet you meet a Canadian. Of course, you not know, everybody else. We know we know each other. Right. So of course,
2: <laughs> of course, we go way back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: you know, I have a feeling that you, we're going to meet again mm-hmm. because you're doing so many other races I hope so. and we pop up at races in the States.
2: That's our retirement goal actually yeah, so. is to travel more in the States and just go to races yeah. and be in the community and, yeah. and, you know, volunteer or whether we're racing or not just to be around the community. Cause we love it too. And I think Western not only lived to the hype, it blew the hype for me because I didn't, I didn't think it could be that great. And it was that great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and it's funny that you say that because I, I kind of have the same perspective when I get done with my, with my journey of the, of this 50 and 50 states and I want to go back to each of these races that I've done and volunteer at some point, oh, you yeah. know, do an, do an aid, do an aid station, help out the race director in some way and, and even others. And so, and my wife knows that. And so it's not something to where, you know, she's going to be surprised by it, but but yeah, and and I know there's several races that I we didn't necessarily get to or talk about. So feel free to email me, shoot a note, and ask any questions <laughs> if you're if you're thinking of one or you're like, hey, what's this one all about? Just shoot me a note and I'll. I, I know we I'm
1: will glad we, to
0: gladly respond. We, we
1: looked at your long list and we had to break it down to what just piqued our interest. But honestly, <laughs> sure. in person around a campfire, I could pick your brain all night. So. <laughs>
0: i would i would love that and, and hopefully we do meet at a race sometime and we can run run some miles together where and that'll be you know it's not like a 5k where you're only together for 20 minutes <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll together for a few hours or so absolutely yeah that would <laughs> Wonderful. Be
2: awesome. have a great evening all right
0: thanks so much thanks you guys too bye
2: Right.
1: and there you have it jason kuman
2: What a lovely guy.
1: Yep, and quite a quest. Quite a quest.
2: (laughs) Quite a quest. Say that five times fast. Yeah, he's doing it. 32 down and...
1: 18 to go. 18 to go. (laughs) (laughs) There's our math for you. 18 to go. And Hurt, so far, was the hardest and most interesting. But hey, out of the 18 left, who knows what could be harder than Hurt.
2: What a shame about Western, too, because we all know. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's got luck on his side, it's going to be really hard to get back into that one in the next... Before he's 50, Before he said? he's
1: 50, yeah. And he wants the state of California to be Western first, then yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, we're cheering for him.
1: Yep. And, uh, <laughs> well, we can't wait to... When he finishes his 50 states, that we're going to have him
2: back. Have him back again. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to support our cause of being here for the next four years, <laughs> yeah. check out our Patreon. Yeah. Oh yeah! Patreon. Shameless plug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we do have Patreon.
2: <laughs> okay, until next time. We are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website, GodaranRacing for more details and join us on social media at run Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.